Welcome to the Revital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state-of-the-art technology, protocols and personalised healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. All right, we are back. We're back. We're back. (laughs) You guys missed us. So me and Tash again, we are on a Top Picks podcast. We may make a habit of this, but don't get too excited because we'll see how this one goes. (laughs) Um, So we are going to quickly talk about what our favourite things are, um, what we've been asked a lot, most common difficulties we've had with clients and common questions around that, what we do for ourselves and different things that we have like podcasts, books, products and routines and key productivity and health hacks that we love so we will step through that very quickly for you guys and then we might do some more after yeah so just a lot of things that we get asked in our day-to-day outside of the clinic whether that's from friends or family um i think people just want to know our go-to's and jody's definitely done a lot of soul searching in this area she's got more much more experience with me in trial and error but i think it's good for us to have a um, little go-to podcast that you will be able to implement and um hopefully all your answers will be questioned um all your questions will be answered (laughs) (laughs) it is late in the afternoon yeah (laughs) all righty so questions that we get all the time uh so coffee on an empty stomach while fasting now tash will answer this one because this is asked a lot by tash's clients so there's a lot of misconception around um caffeine on empty stomach so we understand that if we're implementing fasting that means ultimately food should be paused for a period of time Um, and there's a lot of different interpretations of fasting so whether that's a water fast whether you're allowing yourself to have caffeine um, whether you're allowing yourself to have fats in the breakdown Um, personally I know that I have a compromised microbiome Um, that comes out through my skin presentation comes out um, you know sometimes with gastrointestinal symptoms so I understand that um, having coffee on an empty stomach might be damaging in a way I do this, I do, I confirm I do have coffee on an empty stomach if I'm fasting. Um, However, the hacks that I use to, let's say, reduce the damage it may have on my microbiome is have something alongside my caffeine that isn't going to break my fast. So fats, so whether that's something like a butter in black coffee, um, I do go for almond milk a lot, just pure almond milk, almonds and water because they're very high fat content. Um, yeah, coconut oil or an MCT. And I just find that 
in influencing the way it's going to impact the microbiome, the cortisol aspect, the hormone regulation. Um, it will slow down the um, metabolism of the caffeine and um, hopefully, you know, flatline it a little bit. Now, I played around with that and from when I was using caffeine on an empty stomach without the fats to when I was having it with fats, there has been a difference, um, I've noticed. I guess in the way that it influences my spike in response to caffeine um, and even, yeah, my microbiome responses. So I do do it. Um, I know there is definitely a time when you shouldn't do it in a more compromised position with clients if they are having extreme cortisol issues or hormone issues. Um, but I feel like you have to understand that you know your body um, at a certain point in time and what it's able to withstand. And, um, what about what about you, Jodie? What's your... Well, I think we put the practice in for our clients. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to be naughty, so we know what happens to us when we're naughty. <laughs> Um, but yes, I, I, all the same things as Tash. Um, and for me as well, I normally will have coffee again, most mornings. I have had periods of time, long periods of time when I was pregnant and breastfeeding without coffee completely. Um, I do enjoy it. And there are times where I need to regulate other things because of cortisol for myself, mainly for anxiety. Um, and you know, we, we talk about other things, but we, we have so much that we add into our toolkit that is a whole holistic viewpoint of everything so we're using different balances and we have the knowledge to do that which is good for us i guess and that's how we help you guys so yeah fats i use coconut um cream or i use butter in my coffee to level that out a bit more and i find it really helps and i've started adding collagen in but that breaks my fast at the moment but i've added more protein so that's good um right so the next question would be how to fast and differences in, in cycles, particularly for women's cycles. Um, obviously men have different cycles of training, I would say, um, but mainly in the day to day, month to month, men are very similar in their hormones. So I will start a little bit and then Tash can add on to it, but how to fast. Um, so we wanna avoid fasting, well, predominantly high levels fasting, like long, long hours in the lead up to our period. So in the second half of our cycle, our body goes into a hold um, pattern, so it really wants to burn more and have more fuel coming in and also prepare. But the progesterone obviously helps us to have that higher metabolism, so we actually need to be eating more. So fasting is more difficult at the end of the cycle, so best to be doing it straight after the period or soon after period up to ovulation or just soon after. And I find that therefore you get better outcomes for even weight loss or weight control and also detoxification. So anything to add there, Tash? Yeah, um, that's completely right. So as well as just how your body naturally feels when you're leading up to a period, right? Like mm. I know that I mm. personally have such a higher carb craving mm. and that is a signal for me that I'm like, okay, I'm going to give my body the carbs. I'm not going to just avoid and fast and grow for fats. Um, so just as much as, yeah, the research, research shows with hormones in, um, you know, what's beneficial in that menstrual period and leading up to, it's just how your body's feeling. And I always try and bring that back to the patient as well so that they have both sides of the picture yeah yeah absolutely um so another question is or difficulty i think both it falls into this is consistency um consistency of keeping um our habits going and how do we do that and it, it's difficult it's a marrying alongside of other things that we're doing in our day 
you know, I will have, and we'll talk about it in a minute, like all my supplements, I'm not great at taking them, but I'll have them in my bag and I know that when I'm taking my water in the morning that I'll pull out all the things out of my bag <laughs> one by one at the moment and um, take them. So then I'm, I'm locking it into a, 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 an existing habit that I've got. Um, Say with the sun in the morning, I make sure that I have my drink and I walk outside and I get my sun. So it's consistency. The thing is that most clients have difficulty with on the other side is that when you're feeling really good, you don't actually want to be doing anything or you forget to do things because you're like, I'm feeling great. I don't need to be continuing to go and do this or take this or exercise or meditate because I'm feeling great. And that's actually when you need to do it the most to continue that progress. So really marrying um, habits alongside um, other things is really, really important. Yeah. Um, And it's a lifestyle adjustment as well. I think you begin to make changes when you realise how much of a big impact these additions have in your life. So personally, just as an uh, element of comparison, um, I used to be a personal trainer. I still am, but I was personal training at a gym, um, you know, at the hours of the morning that would suit clients. So let's say, for example, it's winter. I was up at 4.30. Um, a 5am session I'd walk in these like bright white lights were on Um, it was still dark outside my body wasn't ready to be up and going and then there was you know throwing people into weights where their cortisol would be spiked it's just that in in reflection was very 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 dysregulated and that is where I felt my absolute worst um, to be honest with you so in comparison to my routine now um, you know I've built a life with which allows me to wake up at a time that I'd like to, um, with the sun, ideally. I grab my dog, I take my dog for a walk in the sunshine, and then it's time to get a coffee um, out in nature. And uh, slow mornings for me are what work best. I know that isn't realistic for some people, but if you feel that it is a factor in your symptom presentation or your illness, then that's probably a reason to make a change, I would say. And health is, and most people only realise this when health is gone, but health is the most important thing. So, yes, money and jobs allow for better health uh, you know, usage or usage of technologies and other things, but things, things happen, things come along. So that's why I always tell my clients is that you really have to make your health and your life a priority because there's no one else looking after that for you. So now next question is diet what to do and the few misconceptions around that there is a plethora of dietary information out there <laughs> mm. keto this and paleo this and vegan. carnivore this and vegan this and vegetarian this so Green free re- dairy free lactose free intolerance to this oh my gosh we could go on forever yeah uh, but we can break it down into individual so there's certain times of life that you need to be in certain things doing certain diets And again, each diet that we're talking about there is more of a short-term therapeutic diet. So they achieve outcomes that we need for our health. And I think having a good broad spectrum, whole food, close to nature diet is really where we're aiming for a microbiome and all above. Mm -hmm. So really it can be quite simple, but we have to get to that point and that's where we can help you get there or or people like us can help you get there and and get clarity, I guess, around what you need individually Um, because it can be so confusing so confusing absolutely and there is like we say when you're going through times of change where you may feel like you are intolerant or you are you know struggling with a certain food group but as a rule of thumb i'm not saying this is the diet for everyone but personally i'm like mediterranean and that is just 
it covers all bases really it is like all the amazing fats so i know that that's one misconception we were going to discuss the issue with should i be avoiding fats um absolutely not especially if you're a female fats are our basic basic molecule needed to produce any hormone um steroid hormones so we need them in our diet and it's just choosing the right ones and in the right combinations so you know those monosaturated polyunsaturated fats the olive oils omega-3s um avocado good quality of these two um are absolutely essential and i've my body's never felt better since having these in abundance but are you know um these things that i thought that i used to be intolerant to and was told not to have to in order to obtain a certain look or a certain body shape. So um, absolutely, fats are my one misconception discussion point. Um, mm. You've probably had some too. Absolutely. Fats, fats, fats. Love yeah. fats. But fats and in a combination of different things. So it can be in a context where, you know, if you're cooking the good fats and they're not meant to be cooked, that's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Or if you're, um, you know, having too many fats outside of, you know, saturated fats, cooked fats, and then having other fats, then we need to look at things that, a little bit differently. Yeah. And also if you're already inflamed and you have high LDL levels and you're already intolerant to certain things and fats are going to be not absorbed as well as they could be. So there are certain things that we definitely need to be looking at there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just others, rule, like rules of thumb, like good quality, everything in singulars, right? So if you're having something in its most basic ingredient form, that's probably the best way to start. Yeah. So whether that's proteins, you know, good quality meats or um, good quality, you know, poultry, um, you know, approximately palm sized for each meal so that you have good um, energy distribution in breakdown. And then good quality carbs, lots of whole food, whole grain ones, ones that haven't been ultimately processed. So your body doesn't have, you know, the fibre to grab onto and process. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Just all in balance. Variety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, it's microbiome. And I think that protection in the immune system is really what we're aiming for. And we see it so many in the tests that we do that there is most clients that I see don't have a very good distribution of normal healthy bacteria because our diet's not as vast as it should be. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the other questions that we get all the time is, and also troubles that we have, is light and circadian rhythm. So we are, um, in truth, and there's so many different outcomes, you know, pieces of information and podcasts and books that you can read on this, but it's something that you need to know in terms of we're living outside of our circadian cycles. We are not living in alignment with nature at all. And that has huge implications for hormones, for all body clocks within every single cell of our body. Um, so it's, it's, it's a complex thing, but it also is a big one to mention here because it's something we get asked all the time is how can we, you know, not be in a fake light environment? How can we wake up with the sun? How can we optimize our hormones in the morning and then get better sleep at night time? And there's so much you can do for free. And I think that's one of the major points that we probably just have to you know, cover and then we'll dive into it a little bit more because there's so much to talk about that we can't talk about now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we've, we share this information very loudly on our socials as much as possible. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing is um, just live by the rhythm of the sun, right? Like, mm. Um, mm. And try and minimise any disruptor to it. Mm. You know, mm. we have that beautiful sun come up. We're able to... Um, 
optimize that during the day it's just outside of the sunrise and sunset times that we're really struggling with so when we are using screens blue light we're watching tv the lighting in the house is bad we're doing night shift anything that just feels abnormal to nature mm. is probably where you can make changes where you need to mm. so and it's hard you know even i've struggled over the years you know you um yeah, you just you just need to be up for children or you need to be up for work and there's some things like that you can balance it out the majority of the time. So mm-hmm. that's the key there. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on. Now some more common difficulties I guess with clients or questions we also get is exercise. Mm-hmm. So exercise in cycle and exercising too much I get a lot of and mm-hmm. I have to try and calm clients down, particularly my women, mm-hmm. in that they're exercising five or six days a week, five thirty in the morning, hour at a time, smashing out their exercise and the high intensity and then wondering why they're putting on weight. <laughs> it's like yeah. the most common thing that we hear. Yep. So I tell them to exercise three times a week with a break in between and exercise with the sun. Yeah, and mix it up as well. And mix it up. And mix it up. That's mm. probably the biggest keys, right? Mm. Um, and I used to be that wrong as well. I was training every day, chasing the strength, chasing heavy lifts, PBs, um, and have never had a more dysregulated body, whether that's missing cycles, acne, stress, sore, sore lower back, um, really in a masculine energy state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, the biggest thing I think is, like we said, not as many days during the week, integrating walks, um, bike rides, anything like, you know, light jogs, yoga, Pilates, um, just c- give your body a variety. Um, if you have continuous exposure to things that are outside of your body's energy capacity, for example, crossfit or um you know heavy lifts every day your body does not have the ability to recover especially for females when our hormones are changing and we're let we're more prone to inflammation at different times of the month um you know for example in that menstrual period we are in a more inflamed state your body doesn't know how to respond to that um it takes a stressor as a stressor it doesn't really have a filter of what the stressor is it doesn't matter to the body it's a stressor and that means cycles get shut off and you know, and we see abnormal testosterone results come up on our bloods. It's just about variety and chilling out. Takes a lot of uh, pole dancing (laughs) and handstands. Yeah, handstands. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, But a big topic that is a topic in itself, but we'll just slightly mention is if you are training five, six, seven days a week, you know, um, as a female and it's excessive heavy lifting or, you know, you're chasing that, just, just take into consideration Feminine versus masculine, and that can mm. be a discussion for another time. Oh yeah, that's mm. a good one. Actually, mm. we'll put that on hold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big topic. Um, right. So, what what scope? Now we're on to sort of what we do. Um, so, what we do, and this is vast and time of life differences, obviously. But um, I'll give you a summary of sort of what I'm doing at the moment for myself, and um, Tash will give you hers. So what we do for us and who we go for for help. So um, I regularly go to do clinics um, with Melinda at Your Body. And I was a clinic hydrotherapist many, many years ago. So I do value that. And um, it is a really good reset for the digestive system and hormones and candida and all sorts of parasites and things like that. So it can speed up the recovery from um, imbalances. 
Um, I also see a kinesiologist, Vicky, and um, we're quite, I'm, I'm happy to share any of these recommendations with you guys. Um, I also go and get you know my skin and, and all that looked after. I do PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma injections, and comes out with some really nice black eyes, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks today. Um, so that is looking after myself from obviously the, the inside as well out with the skin, but that's who I go for for help. Um, I also do Pilates. Um, I do a bit of yoga and stretching at home. I do runs. Do boxing, okay. Tracy. Tracy, yes, Tra Tracy Anderson. <laughs> um, I get massages probably once a month at the moment. I see a chiropractor once a month or once every month and a half. When I'm doing boxing, I need him more. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> um, and I regularly do saunas, and we'll we'll go into our hacks of what we do here. I do red light saunas, hyperbarics Sa saunas. I generally do twice a week. I try to. And I do dry brushing and um, movement while I'm doing that as well. Um, so, yes, that is what I'm doing at the moment. But there is a lot more that I do do, one-on-one um, -on -one Pilates and things like that as well when I need. All right, Tash, so tell us what you're doing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's very different to what I used to do, um, just based on lifestyle transitions, age, you know, different um, health things that have come up. So at the moment, I try to keep it pretty basic, um, and then I add in where I need to if I feel like I need something extra. However, I guess it looks like for me um, two strength sessions a week, so I'll do... Um, two sessions at the gym, um, whole body weighted, but nothing too um, strenuous. So just more like that muscular endurance rather than muscular strength. Um, and then every other day I'll either do a walk or a run. And that's purely just because of my puppy dog. Um, he needs to be run. So I enjoy that, um, doing that with him. The additionals, um, I am seeing a chiropractor, so um, someone who's helped me massively through my injuries in the past, Dr. Jack Messer at North Beach Cairo. He's amazing. Um, and skin-wise, um, I visit Youth Lab 2, um, so I've worked with a skin therapist there just doing um, take-home take skin products. Um, what else do I do? Not really a whole lot else. I will add in oh, saunas. Saunas I'll do twice a week because we have the absolute luxury of having one at work. So that's a blessing. Um, and just uh, usually I'll try and do one stretch or yoga. And that's about it really. Um, I'm not really... We try different classes all yeah. the time. I, we always try and mix it up a bit. Like, Tasha will come to boxing with me or we still are to do more things like pole dancing and dancing. You know, we want to get... You know, you want to try different things that just enliven you in life. You know, there's no point doing the same thing all the time if you're not experiencing something new. It's same as the comfort zone. I yeah. Think. But you'll do red light as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and PMF mat. Yeah. yeah. We'll throw in these things all the time, and yeah, I'll do lots of walking as well. I didn't even mention that. Like yeah. Walking with the dog, walking, listening to podcasts, and again, it's that time-saving hacks where you're doing multiple things while you're doing something. Yeah, and you just like you did 18. Like, how long did you run? 10 to 18 Ks the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friday morning. No worries. <laughs> Just a quick Most one. Most Friday mornings. <laughs> I'll run, like, over 10 yeah. Ks with Vic, who <laughs> makes me run. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we do mix it up, absolutely. Like, oh. And we try different things. Um, 
I understand the element of um, consistency in what you're doing to obtain a certain goal, but I feel that when you've got to a state of health, which I think we are, you know, we're, we're pretty on top of that, it's in maintenance now. So whether that's listening to our bodies and what we need, you know, more strength if we're going through a hard time and we need that real endorphin boost or if it's just I need a stroll and my body needs a stretch. Um, it's about balance and trying new things, yep. I think. Yep, and I'm going to train to be Lara Croft soon. So. <laughs> yes, well. <laughs> That's my next mission. If you next see me, like, really built, then say, well done, Jodie. <laughs> you have to have these crazy things that I aim for. <laughs> yeah, well, you always have an iron core. So um, I admire Jodie's, um, you know, how do you say, like, her... Tracy, because that is challenging and that's something that I'd never seen before. It's rhythmic dancing, but with small weights that actually burn so much. Mm. And the most important thing actually is worth mentioning is the importance of nonlinear movement. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cross body. Thanks, Josh and Jesse. Josh, Josh and Jesse oh. with foundation training. The yeah, That's changed my world, you know all of that um, different rhythmic movement and, and not moving in those planes that we're so, so stuck in. Mm. And that's where Pilates, you know, and Tracy Anderson's very similar. Like, it's very a mix between Pilates, yoga, cardiovascular, small weights. Um, but really Pilates, I think, has done it quite well. Yeah. That there's really using those different twists and turns and strength-based holds and fascial movements and, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more to what we see and, and – trying to do things differently you know you can't you can't be not not better or but you can't shift by doing the same thing or doing what everyone else is doing so mm-hmm. how can you be different and mm-hmm. i think that's that's our, our sort of mentality i think a lot of the time is like what can we do differently to, yeah to push the edges a little bit more yeah um all right so now we get into details so we'll talk about podcasts and books um so we don't t- use up too much time we'll just go quickly through these so I, we, we've written sort of lists here because we needed to remember what we were going to tell you. But, you know, I've listened, I've listed Huberman podcast. Ben Greenfield is where I listened to initially um, a lot because it, it gave me a little bit more information. It's how I found um, my, my main mentor, Dr. Ted Atticoso. And also, you know, it gives you a little bit more widespread information that's different. And I think that's really important to have a good foundational base of what could be possible but not getting too stuck on the details. Um, Smarter Not Harder podcast, which is new, and, um, you know, I am a part of it, so (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of a (laughs) push there. Uh, Revital Health podcast, of course, of course. Um, Then you have people like Sean Wells, Jack Cruz, who is very much the light man, and um, Tash, any more that you can suggest now? Um, In terms of biohacking and, yeah, those ultimate hacks... They're probably the stock standard. Um, and then you add in the little ones that you kind of, you know, catch your interest, whether that's your Chris Williamson in um, spirituality mm-hmm. or whether that's, you know, your Aubrey Marcus, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, people like Kyle Kingsbury have really inspired me because yeah. they're examples of people who are, I'm not going to stereotype, but for example, like someone so masculine in like that UFC role who's completely opened up to the whole side of spirituality, farming, you know, family life. And, um, yeah, so there's, there's, you know, you kind of meet all these different types of people and personalities through each other's podcasts. They're yeah. all very intertwined. But yeah. Oh, Joe Rogan. 
Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He, he, he's a definite must listen if you have three hours at a time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, but my biggest tip to you guys, and this is, again, like I have to fit a lot into my day. We all do. Um, if you can hack things and time efficiency, and that means you get more done. So I listen to my podcast at 1.2 or 1.5 speed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same with my audiobooks. Unless you're listening to Ted, because then yeah. you have to slow it then, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you listen to it at half speed, because yeah. he always speaks at 1.5. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing with all these people that you're listening to and learning from is um, take it with a grain of salt. Um, as much as someone is reputable and, you know, highly popular or well-spoken about Everybody has different opinions based on the what they're doing in their day-to-day. For example, Huberman is a researcher and he's a scientist, mm-hmm. whereas someone like Jack Cruz is a, um, you know, he's a neurosurgeon. He has clinical application mm-hmm. and f- everything in between. So you have to really broaden your horizon in order to get that well perspe- well understand understood perspective yeah, um, absolutely. on what works for you as well. Yeah. yeah. You have to know the context, I guess, where they're coming from. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's, it's information. So you use information and then sort of dictate where you want to put that. But also asking us um, or people like us to to dictate that for you as well. You know, I'll get so many clients coming, oh, I heard this on Huberman, how does that apply to me? And then we'll break it down. And so it's, it makes it more applicable to those things that we're actually looking at. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're probably likely that you have tried almost everything that there is yeah. in the biohacking world. So. <laughs> and if not, then I will go and try it yeah, before yeah. I tell you to do it. <laughs> Guinea pigs. If I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've done we've done lots. We've done I've done all the cleansers, I've done liver cleansers, I've I've sieved out um, my gallstones. So, you know, out of my stools. I've done a lot in my years. I've, you know, done peptides, I've pricked myself with all sorts and I have a phobia of needles, so thank you. <laughs> and IVs every week with a phobia of needles. Exactly. It's possible guys, it's possible. IVs, yeah. <laughs> One thing I haven't done yet is NAD and it just scares me because my, my heart may go too fast. <laughs> yeah, well, but you've done the supplemental. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I've done the, the, the I am in my bottom of yeah. the NAD, so I have done that, but not the, the big dose. Yeah, and so. it's all just experimental. It's play as long as you know it's coming from a safe, reputable source. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. before you just go jumping on iHerb and buying something online and then injecting it in yourself, please don't. Yeah. Please no. don't. No, 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 no. no. Um, big, big caveat there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we are allowed. You are not. Yes. <laughs> in some ways. Um... <laughs> Moving on, books. Right, books. Yeah. Okay, so go to books. Go to books. I think these are my must read, and I, obviously it's um, coming from me who I've, who I've read it. But I think they've made the biggest parts of information change in me. So Celestine Prophecy. If you haven't read it, you need to. Um, the monk who sold his Ferrari is a huge, and my son's name actually came out of that book. So that's how big an impact that book had on me. Mm. Salt fix will really change your mind about salt and um, any cardiovascular conditions and blood pressure. Um, any breathing books. So we've spoken to um, a few people about breathing on the podcast. So Patrick McEwen, his books on breathing is huge. Um, breathing Cure. And water, so The Fourth Phase of Water by Jared Pollock is a really hard read, but it changes your perception of water. And also there is um, an Emoto, so I can't remember his first name, but he actually has um, pictured uh, water crystals and how they change according to energy. And that is an incredible read. Uh, of course, Urban Tantra 
must have read yes um sexuality as much as part of our mental health and all parts of our health and then you have um glucose 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 goddess and also hormone solution by terry hertog is one of the sort of the major ones that i've read recently and also um read a long time ago Tash, anything more to add there? <laughs> well, I'm a bit slow to the party because I feel like coming out of uni, I had this perception of I need to go read Heckman, I need to go read all these, you know, um, pathophysiology type books. And that's probably, you know, and now I'm kind of coming out and exploring and, I'm, and it, it takes something, you know, to hold my attention. Uh, I ch- I'm challenged with getting held my attention with a book. But mm. if I could make a recommendation in the world of like biohacking or these um you know natural therapies and nutrients and whatever sean wells um i have to mm. say is you know a really good starting point um he talks about the importance of berberine fasting and all of these weird and wacky supplements that are now becoming quote unquote normal mm. <laughs> um you know um, methylene blue and also um Aubrey marcus own the day um mm. this is something that daf really loves as well and was the thing that brought her into naturopathy initially so that's just a really good starting point as you know we're going to start here this is what we're doing when waking up sleep sex food mm. training he has a really good intro perspective so i would personally recommend that for any men who are so confused about where to start Aubrey marcus has a good standpoint um on that book own the day so yeah that's awesome and then everything just comes up, right? Like mm. if someone makes a good recommendation and they, we usually give it a good go. Um, mm. I think it's also important to note that we also like to enjoy, um, you know, not just science facts. Like we like mm. good books that <laughs> got good narratives just to break up the um, learning aspect. You know, you mm. need to have the indulgence of a fun book um, that you can live a separate life in. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree. So there's so many more books, but I can actually think of them right now. But we will do a little bit more of a post and we will do a follow-up podcast, I think, on this anyway. Mm. Um, all right. So trying to keep on time here. Mm. <laughs> now, products and anti-aging. So products for health and anti-aging. Now, so I have pulled out all the stuff out of my bag um, <laughs> the other day and Tash a bit shocked. But I'm on a bit of a mission at the moment to reset my body. So after having two kids, um, owning a business, it did get a bit of a toll on me and we went and travelled last year and jet lag. And then COVID, it's been quite a few years, quite a big few years um, for all of us, I think. So my routine is quite big at the moment, but normally I don't take much, to tell you the truth. Normally I go on very minimal. Um, so yes, products, right. So at the moment <laughs> I am taking, um, digestive enzymes, adrenal cortex. Uh, I'm taking astaxanthin at the moment. I'm taking, um, thyroid, uh, gland as well as liver. So it's a, it's a, it's a supplement. Um, I'm also taking resveratrol, so it's actually got NAD, um, well, easily absorbed NAD, resveratrol, B6, um, and B3. And then I'm also taking, gosh, I need to look, magnesium. Hang on, excuse my rattling, because I'm actually <laughs> looking through my bag. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh yes, and I'm taking probiotic, so a daily probiotic, amino acid supplement, collagen in the morning at 20 grams, and glutamine when I can. But I'm also taking a lymphomycete, which is a homeopathic remedy for removing lymph 
um, storage. Hmm. Plus, we were taking, and I, I am back on it now because Tash stole it for a little while, um, <laughs> my, the liver supplement from Level Up Health. So thanks, Carl. Now I'm going to throw a spanner in the works, Jodie, because you have mm. to break all that down. But why? <laughs> why are you yeah, taking yeah. what you're right. taking? Okay. So my thyroid suffered. So when I was, I'm tra- I track with Aura. And since coming back from the UK and a few other things that happened at the start of the year, my thyroid went into a little bit of overdrive. Um, and so my temperature um, dropped dramatically. So for me, tracking temperature subtly means that I know that my thyroid was suffering because when your temperature is at a lower level, um, consistently over a few months, you can tell that your thyroid hormone is low, your conversion's low. Um, so I started taking extra support for that and also iron with the liver. Um, Asazanthin I'm taking because my uh, it's anti-aging grey hair, um, so it's a really high-powered antioxidant. So I'm... I'm know supporting um my light diet in that way digestive enzyme because of a lot of things that i do in the day and also my digestive health suffered a little bit from having high-end anxiety cortisol and therefore the adrenal cortex really helps with actually lowering or controlling my high level of cortisol in the morning so that helps after having coffee so it, it contains an animal adrenal cortex so it's the best way of treating those sorts of things are when we can't actually access the actual hormones ourselves. Um, the resveratrol gives me all the B vitamins and supports in there. And then my magnesium also helps with minerals. Normally I take a compound powder, but I decided to do them a little bit more separately because I didn't want to take all in one right now. And plus I wanted to do higher doses of it at the moment. So collagen as well for hair growth, for nails, for support, for... Um, supporting my digestive function and GIT barrier uh, and glutamine for that as well. So, and probiotics, obviously, and supporting my my microbiome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And within all of that, every single one that she has is the best on the market. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just good to have an understanding of brands, um, you know, the ingredients in each brand's formulation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and where in the body they will act, I think is super important. And that is obviously fortunate that we have that understanding and we relay that that information to our patients as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything's for a certain, you know, we can also kind of transition out of what we feel like we need at the time and what, you Mm. know, we don't need. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, as an example, that shifted in the last month. But before that, I was taking a combination of, B vitamins, magnesium, minerals in a powder, and some nervous system herbs. And mm. that was it. Yeah. And most weeks I actually wasn't taking that. So mm. it, it comes on and off depending on what you need. And again, you know, a lot of people will, will hear this and go, oh, I need to be on it. Yeah. Well, actually, no, you know, you don't actually need to be on those sorts of things. I know that I need that right now, and I probably won't be on that in a month's time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, again, it changes for me. Um, I'm going to try and go through my day because I feel that that's kind of how I'm going to structure it. Everything is transitional as well. So different times of the month, I'll take different things, um, different symptom, you know, presentations. I'm like, oh, let's grab this, get this in my system as soon as possible. <laughs> I think that you forgot to talk about ethylene blue because that's a daily Oh, for yes, us. actually, that's just, but that's just a normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as I speak with a blue tongue right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, in the morning, wake up, coffee um, is my, I guess, go-to. And again, with fats because... 
I just talked about why. <laughs> Hormones. Um, and then if I'm training, I use Methylene Blue as my pre-workout. So I feel that, like, I'll always start with a run um, just to warm up, whether it's a long longer run. Um, that's literally my pre-workout. It's just such good boost of, you know, oxygen, um, flow and everything like that. It gives me a good... I don't need pre-workout. I don't need those stupid formulations. They're all full of glucose anyway. And halfway through a run, you're already high on your endorphins your yeah. anyway. Yeah. So you're awesome. Um, so that's one quarter of a turkey, um, before training. I will have digestive enzymes throughout the day. So, um, I don't feel like I'll always need them, but I know that I'm kind of prone to, um, gastrointestinal, you know, disruption if I'm eating like lentils or something really carby, um, as well as like a real, real fat meal, fatty meal. So like a, you know, a mastermind, like a beef curry or like a slow cooked with like heavy creams or something. I will have usually a digestive enzyme with that. Um, I'll have some B's, magnesium, vitamin C mix just as a, you know, um, lifter. And then in the evenings, I will definitely have my sleep herbs. Um, this hasn't been something that's, you know, an ongoing thing for me all the time, but I feel that lately my, my brain is on all the time and I'm overthinking or, you know, just trying to study, I need assistance getting to sleep. And mm. I will say that bravely. Mm. Um, and I have beautiful access to herbs. So um, I take a mix of, you know, Skullcat, Magnolia, um, Valerian, Cali Poppy, all the good knockout ones. Mm. And <laughs> for me, I find that it helps me get to sleep and it'll keep me asleep the entire night. Um, I'm also a vivid dreamer, so sometimes mm. getting relief from my dreams is is a blessing and um I've definitely made sleep herbals for a fair few people lately so I know that it works <laughs> um but transitionally um you know if I'm going through like a skin flare-up I'll take that liver complex for example so I try to take something that's going to support my liver clearance and of, of hormones and um, toxins usually premenstrual and throughout my cycle and I'm really loving that liver complex by mm. level up it's amazing um and this is not a sponsored podcast no, we don't even stop it here yet no we don't but so go we, to it we yeah. will yeah, yeah we will be but it's just like kyle we, we absolutely love every every part yeah. of his products and his um bravery on the peptide side of things as well so yeah. really really good good guy that we trust with we will only mention things that we really trust here and i'm, and I'm not, never endorsed by anyone i never will be yeah um and i only promote things that are top quality yeah and i, I pride myself in that and i think we all do yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely um, so yeah, it's a beautiful product with that one just helps with the clearance. Um, and also my last one I would say is, yeah, just like that certain rotary strain mm. of probiotic mm. if I'm ever having, um, susceptibilities in microbiomes. So, mm. you know, what I'm trying to say here is if you have a symptom that's microbiome associated, whether that's gut skin immune or even vaginal you can take a certain type of supplement strain to adjust um, address that symptom and mm -hmm. just means that you're a little bit more susceptible to dysregulated flora in certain areas so mm -hmm. um and that's about it i think mm. at the moment yeah and then yeah like i said we've tried peptides we've tried melanotan we've tried <laughs> good for the a lot of things <laughs> that was a surprise i do love melanotan i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you, need, you need to get a little bit more of that <laughs> <laughs> um, 
one. We'll save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go through all that. We can also if you have any questions, we will say at the end. But if you have any questions, um, send them through to Instagram or email us, and we can talk about those too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what I must say is that we are all individual. We have our individual um, presentations, our weaknesses, our constitutions. So what we each talk about is individual to us and that's what we are designed to do is look at your individualities and that's what we love we love the puzzles the pieces the the matrixes so um yes that's why it's very individual and you can't sort of just take it off what we're saying yeah so now last one top time saving health and productivity hacks we have down here love this so gosh this is a this is actually a big one too so I already mentioned a little bit about coupling things together. So I love exercise and learning mm-hmm. because I find walking and or even running and listening to something, I really get the depth of connection with the information and it, it is to do with parts of brain and movement of body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do then, you know, love hacking things and, and coupling things. So we will do, you know, even microdosing and uh, methylene blue and red light and hyperbaric all mixed in one with minerals. So you can couple your treatments, um, even lighting and infrared sauna or even certain you know, herbs or supplements with infrared sauna. So that's all like hacks. Doing work in the hyperbaric, like literally lock yourself away and do work in the hyperbaric. It's been so good to see clients doing it too. Mm. I love it when someone walks in with a laptop and they're like, I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, go. Get your oxygen, get your brain, let's go. Yeah. Uh, So I find that that's really useful. But again, it's movement, I feel, is really good. And to be listening to books or doing things as you move and you feel like tick, 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 yes. Mm. Um, Or even cooking and listening to podcasts. That can be another one you can do. Um, So meditation, though, before Tash comes in and tells her part, is that meditation really helps. You feel like you've stopped for a period of time, but meditation does make me more productive. And because it's the clarity of thought and less racy mind and actually ability to focus properly. So I feel meditation for me is a really good source where I've noticed where I haven't been doing it and then I do it again. So much more settled. Um, So that for me is a productivity hack. Yeah, absolutely. Meditation. Mm. And Mm. people don't um, value it until they've tried it. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you want to tap into what you're feeling so that you can either address it and move past it or yeah. work on it. Yeah. yeah. And like most of my meditation sessions are chaotic, to tell you the truth. You know, most people think you have to sit there and look like Buddha and, and be completely <laughs> still. But most of the time I'm just running through my to-do list and then I come back to my style of, of um, meditation, which is um, Vedic, and I just do my mantra and then it locks me back in again. Mm. But it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but it allows the body to sit and sort. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Just coming back to yourself, isn't that what it means, mm. you know, ultimately? Mm. Um, there is no right or wrong way to do it, and you're going to get better at it the more that you give to it, so... Absolutely. I'll try and make that my my daily as well, and I think that's more so that pre-bed routine. If yeah. I can tap into a soundscape or a meditation guided, then, you know, that's the ability to do it. However, I do find exercise is my meditation too, and I've always said this. Moving meditation. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's why the most important part of changing exercise to a non-stimulatory as well, whether that's a walk or a, a light jog or, you know. Mm. Um, but, oh my gosh, sauna. Um, and we, like, overshare on sauna, but it just speaks for itself, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. How, would you rather go to bed feeling like you haven't got reached that endorphin boost and had that little sweat? Or you could just jump in the sauna for 10... 20, 30 minutes, obviously, if you have access to it, but yeah, 
The glow. Yeah, and the meditation in a sauna as and well. cardiovascular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. clearance. Um, so definitely sauna is my hack. I would do it twice a week um, at least. I definitely do the same as Jodie. I will walk and listen to podcasts. Um, another thing I've really loved doing lately is um, classical music and study. So, oh. so yeah, um, that's... I think it's just that brain stimulation oh, um, so good. in a different way to absorb information. Um, and definitely, also on that note, targeting different areas of the brain um, for different outcomes. So, you know, um, whether that's a memory aspect or that coordination aspect. And I don't know, I just think that's really magic to play around with that too. Oh, Microdose and LSD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Not> you, <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> Um, we get sent some naughty things in the mail sometimes, yeah. but naughty baby. Um. Anyway, hacks and productivity. Yeah, I don't know. I feel that it's there's in, there's times when you can pair things, stack things together, and they and they work well. But then also it's important to um, do things in singulars so that you're not overstimulating yourself. And the navigating your way through that is challenging, but you yeah, see what works for you. You know, mm. but long drive. Of course, you're gonna listen to a podcast. Mm. Um. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And you feel good afterwards because yeah. you actually learn something. And you're, you're invigorated by the information. Mm. Mm. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, maybe we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, I say so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So if anyone, if anyone has anything that they want to ask us, um, for us to talk about or add to the conversation, obviously you can you can post in here where wherever you find your podcast, but also Instagram is where we are most active and Facebook. So go go and head there and message us. We're always there, available to answer or direct you in the right way. So thank thanks you. for listening. Thanks for listening to our Corinthians. <laughs> It'll change on the next one. <laughs> yes, yes, top tips coming yeah. up uh, number two. <laughs> See Bye. you guys. Bye. For listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and it is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.